Today's episode of the two-man power trip of wrestling is brought to you by our new sponsor, Mountain Man Beard Products, where they remind you, no beard is too tough to tame. Keep your beard looking clean, soft, and sexy while keeping you looking good. Head over to mountainmanbeard.org. You can buy some beard starter kits, some soaps, beard butter, and oils of many flavors, including Hunter's Choice and my favorite, good old apple pie. Also check out some combs, mustache, savers, some hats, and many more products. So head over to mountainmanbeard.org and while you're there, check out the Mountain Ninja. Mountain Man Beard. Real beard products for real men. What's up guys, it's the phenomenal AJ Styles you're listening to the Two Man Power Trip. Oh my God, this is Joey Styles, and you're listening to the Two Man Power Trip Podcast. This is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and you're listening to the Two Man Power Trip. This is Cody Rhodes, the Prince of Pro Wrestling, and you are listening to Two Man Power Trip. This is professional wrestling, Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wooker Man. Come on, people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare miss John and Chad. Hey, everybody out there, this is the franchise Shane Douglas. Remember me? <laughs> well, guys, it's great to be on the, on the show again. I appreciate you asking me back. It just You said you were going to pinch yourself. I didn't know it was that kind of show now. I mean, if you guys are in the privacy of your own home, if you want to do these things. I'm good. How you doing, Chad? Hey, John. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. Hey, man. What's up, guys? It's Homicide. Oh, that's my homie, Homicide with a big homie club. Yeah, that would be it. Hey, this is David Penter, and this is the two-man power trip of wrestling. Well, thank you, thank you. Hear me, fear me. You know, I, I don't do many wrestling shows anymore, probably because I'm a bit ignorant. You guys probably know ten times more than I do. Great talking to you guys. It's been your pleasure. <laughs> They've worked in and around the wrestling business. They've studied thousands of hours of wrestling. And now, they bring to you the greatest legends, Hall of Famers, creative minds, and both current and future stars of pro wrestling. They are... Primetime Pod and Chad, the two-man power trip of wrestling! thinking stepping into the ring with a monster like Braun Strowman what am I thinking having a match on Raw is a dream come true for me I didn't know it was going to be against Braun Strowman so yes I'm nervous yes I'm scared but if I could somehow some way pull off the upset because I truly believe any man with two hands has a fighting chance I can only imagine what that may do for my career well, hopefully you still have a career after tonight's match, but uh, good luck, man. Did, did, did James Ellsworth say that he could pull off the upset tonight? I, I think somebody better notify Mr. Ellsworth's next of kin. Because Braun Strowman looks like a... Oh, oh, no! 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 Don't do it! Don't do it! No! This 
is the two-man power trip of wrestling brought to you today and powered by our good friends over at Mountain Man Beard Products. Head on over to Facebook.com slash Mountain Man Beard to find out how you can get your hands and your beard on some of the finest beard products on the market. And if you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and as always, I am joined by the one and only tag team partner of mine, John Paz. And John, today on the show, we are joined by a guy who is quite possibly the hottest name in professional wrestling right now. And when you think about those names, I mean, who comes to mind? Are you going to talk about an Okada in Japan? Are you going to talk about AJ Styles here in the United States? But no, you're going to talk about AJ Styles' greatest rival in 2016, the one and only standout star known as James Ellsworth. That's right. James Ellsworth joins the two-man power trip of wrestling in the midst of this miracle run, this absolutely monumentous run that he is on in the WWE, starting off as a unknown, I guess you could call him a ham and egger, losing to Braun Strowman on Monday Night Raw a few months back into being thrust into a main event picture with AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose on SmackDown Live every Tuesday night on the USA Network. It's the ultimate Cinderella story, and it's an underdog tale that I think the fans have taken to just about as much as they could take to even the Chicago Cubs winning a World Series championship after 108 years. It's a feel-good story, and John, as I welcome you in here, we can talk about James Ellsworth until the cows come home. We've done a few interviews that uh, we haven't even had a chance to put out yet where we've heard about James Ellsworth as a local competitor and being somebody that I think is universally liked and a guy who is definitely on the uh, the up and up when it comes to how he carries himself in professional wrestling. But, John, as we've gotten to see James Ellsworth develop in front of our very eyes on the WWE television network, what is it about James Ellsworth that's making us come back every week? And why don't you tell us a little bit more about how he came to be a really the main cog in the wheel on the title program of WWE's SmackDown brand? Yes, Chad, back here again for another fun-filled episode at the two-man power trip of wrestling. And boy, this is a big one. A former number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship himself. That is James Ellsworth. And it was quite a treat to get him on the show, for sure. Now, you think about James Ellsworth, and you think about that famous promo that he cut before wrestling Braun Strowman, before getting decimated and destroyed by... Braun Strowman and it's funny you just sit there and think you're like wow the jobbers have returned or the enhancement talent role is back in the WWE and back with full force but you don't expect those guys to truly get over with the crowd so it's a very strange occurrence and a guy like James Ellsworth has been able to get over and get over huge and really really just be super popular with the crowd and kind of just do it out of nowhere and we talked to James in the interview about it he was talking about the underdog role and how that plays such a big role into why why he's so popular with the crowd but I just love it because you think after the Braun Strowman thing even though he was over and even though you know the the promo was very popular and everything he said was kind of kind of funny in a way he just thought like ah that's the end of that guy who's the next uh, you know enhancement guy Johnny Knockout or who, who's the next guy after this he didn't think he'd make his return, and boom, 
on SmackDown, the ultimate underdog has returned and he became the number one contender for the title. He was 2-0 against AJ Styles, which is just unbelievable. So his run has been just totally unreal so far because where he was as far as on the indie scene for a very long time, obviously if you're in the Maryland area, you know him very well, but he was just kind of floundering in the indie scene and then boom, all of a sudden he's on WBTV. And now you can't get him off WTV. So what an unreal run has been so far for James Ellsworth. And I know, Chad, you have been a big fan of this run so far. Well, how could you not be a fan of an underdog story like his? I mean, it's really, it's so cool to see somebody who could just be your local independent wrestler that you go see on a monthly basis in your own territory or your own local promotion that now you're getting to see him on WWE TV every week and being in this Maryland area, whereas I live, you know, he's definitely well known in the circles and everybody who's seen him get up to television is very proud of the fact that this is a guy who's been training for a long time and he's been around the business for a long time and he runs his own promotion and he's really, he's getting a shot that so few get the opportunity to actually get that we feel like it's one of ours that's uh, getting that opportunity and we're kind of living through James Ellsworth and we're watching him, you know, get a shirt on WWE shop. And although you get to hear a little bit of uh, some negative commentary from the, uh, the, the commentators, uh, I think a little bit is in jest, obviously, because that's their role as a color commentator is to tell a story. And he gives some great, great insight as to Vince McMahon's feedback that he's received so far and seeking out Vince McMahon every week after SmackDown to kind of see where he feels like he's at. And that, that to me, that's, that's surreal. I mean, that's absolutely unreal. Whether he runs his own promotion or not, or he's his own wrestler or not. This is Vince McMahon we're talking about here. And whether or not it's Vince McMahon who's created WrestleMania or Vince McMahon who helped get Hulk Hogan to where he was or helping Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of take the Austin 316 and run with it. This is a guy who's been the master manipulator or the mastermind between some of the greatest moments of wrestling's history and, and some of its most infamous and darkest moments as well. But still, Vince McMahon is the one who's holding the cards here. And obviously, he sees the Ellsworth mania for what it's worth. And we get to see James Ellsworth in this title picture feuding with a guy like AJ Styles, which is absolutely unbelievable. But, John, when we talk about Ellsworth mania, obviously, we got to experience it firsthand during the interview itself. But, you know, we talk about AJ Styles. We could talk about all this stuff all day long. But at the end of the day, it's all about James Ellsworth. It's all about him as a performer. And really, what else can we do with this Ellsworth mania? Where else can Ellsworth mania kind of go from here? Yeah, Chad, I just, you know, I had to hammer this home again. I mean, he his popularity is crazy and it really virtually has come out of absolute nowhere he's super over with the crowd and he even makes a great point in the interview about being you know surprised that he wasn't booed with the AJ Styles feud and he's being basically surprised at how over he's gotten with the crowd because all he was able to do was just cut one kind of short promo kind of get destroyed by Braun Strowman then go come to Smackdown get beat up by The Miz and the crowd keeps wanting more of him. Then obviously he beats AJ two times. Then he comes back and he's involved as a special referee. And then he uh, distracts 
uh, AJ and Dean Ambrose gets the win. So he's right in the thick of the AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose world title feud. And arguably, he's more important than Dean Ambrose because it seems like he's more over and the crowd cares more about James than they do Dean. So it's just an interesting way things have worked out for him. And the funny thing that happens during our interview that to even put this point further over the top and how over James Ellsworth is, he's talking to us on the phone during the interview and fans are coming up to him and asking him for autographs and asking him for pictures. I just thought that was so fascinating and so cool and it's just like, oh my god, this guy is so popular we don't even realize it. He's being bombarded and bothered even when we're interviewing him for people to get his picture with. It's just crazy to think that, you know, that's just crazy. It's like almost Beatlemania, Hulkamania all over again with James Elworth, and I just love it, and I'm very happy for his success, and I, and I just love to see that the, as I'll say it one more time, the ultimate underdog is finally coming out on top, and I just think that was such a cool part of the interview, and it's almost funny in a way to think, be like, wow, these people are crazy for him. They're bugging him uh, for autographs and pictures while he's on the phone. It's just, uh, that was actually a real cool part of the interview, and one of my, you know, most favorite memorable moments of the interview, for sure. And it just goes to show you that uh, you never know who is going to be over and who's not going to be over with the WWE Universe. That's right. You never know who's going to get over, and you never know who's going to become that cult favorite, and guys who uh, really transcend that role, become what like a Heath Slater is now, where for so many years he was down, and he was kind of an undercard guy, but he really made his way to the forefront of the roster, and look at what he's doing now on SmackDown. And I know James Ellsworth is more of the enhancement talent, or quote, the jobber role, but it's really great to see that when somebody does get a little bit of screen time, that they can do the most with it, and the fans will embrace them. If they can see the kind of performer that they are and they can see the kind of wrestler and the kind of personality that they have. And obviously the WWE is going to take that and absolutely run with it. But we really want to thank James for taking that time to spend with us and to give us a couple of minutes. Cause obviously as you can see, he's a busy man and he's getting mobbed left and right. And he's going to be the first in a long line of a lot to come with the two-man power trip of wrestling over the next couple of weeks. We're going back to two episodes a week, and we are marching forward to the end of 2016 and into our second full year, the two-year anniversary coming up in early January. And we're already kind of putting the old uh, brain trust together here, figuring out what exactly that two-year anniversary is going to be. But the next couple weeks' worth of episodes are going to be absolutely fantastic. And we really hope that you stick with us and you give us a couple listens if you can. Tell two friends and you tell two friends and that old deal. And hit us up on the social media uh, and all the, the key components that John's going to hit you with in the two-man power trip of wrestling business. And as you hear the music that is going to start playing after I'm done, that will signal the two-man power trip of wrestling business is here. And John Paz is going to take you the rest of the way and get you on over to the man with two hands. That's right, the one and only James Ellsworth. And now for some TMPT business. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Two Man Power Trip and at Wrestling Pal. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Also, please subscribe to us on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, check out the feed for past legendary episodes featuring the late great American Dream Dusty Rhodes, Bruno San Martino, Jesse the Body Ventura, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, WWE Lead Attorney. 
Jerry McDivitt, the phenomenal AJ Styles, the Demon Kane, Dean Ambrose, and so many more. Also, while you're on the web, check out our website, tmptofwrestling.com. That is tmptofwrestling.com. Also, while you're surfing the web, go to wrestlinginc.com. Yes, that is wrestlinginc.com. Your number one news source for professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Also, please check out ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes, that is ProWrestlingTees.com for your t-shirt needs. Featuring stores like our own store at the Two-Man Power Trip of Wrestling, Tito Santana, Coco Beware, Magnum TA, Paul Orndorff, Kevin Thorne, and Buff Bagwell. Also, for you Android users out there, check us out on Player FM. And now, without any further ado, a man once known as Pretty Jimmy Dream, and he is known as saying any man with two hands has a fighting chance. He is the former number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. He is James Ellsworth. Please enjoy. Well, joining us on the line today is a guy I'm so happy to be joined by, and I know John is just absolutely thrilled. He's basically the topic of conversation every single week coming off of what has been a magical run with the WWE, and I can say from being the two-man power trip, a guy with two hands is joining us on the show today, and that is the one and only James Ellsworth. Thank you so much for joining the two-man power trip of wrestling. Thank you guys for having me. Pleasure to be here. Oh, it's so awesome. Like I said, you know, you really are like the polarizing figure of professional wrestling right now. It's like every week everybody wants to see what you're going to do next. And to to see the t-shirts coming out with uh, WWE Shop, to see the things you're doing every week on TV. Have you pinched yourself yet to kind of wake up from this and say, wow, this has been just such a magical ride so far? Yeah, I had one moment where, like, it just felt surreal. Like, the whole time, like, I just still feel like me. I just still feel like, you know, I'm doing the same thing I've been doing every week. Like, you know, it hasn't hit me other than one moment when, when I had the title match with AJ, and I'm just standing there in the ring, and the crowd's doing the Ellsworth chant, and, like, the referee's raising the WWE title belt for a title match. And I'm looking at the belt, and I'm looking at the crowd, and I'm like, is this really happening? Like, what's, what's going on? Like, it felt like I was inside of a dream. It's, it's been awesome. It's been amazing. Uh, it, it's so cool. And we've been able to talk to some people that you've worked with in your, uh, your, on your indie scene here in the, uh, the Baltimore area, the Maryland area. And everybody's got so many great things to say about you. And we feel like now that we know you just from being on television, but learning about your background, learning how long you've been in the business. But now with social media, getting to see inside the world of James Ellsworth, get to see you with your family and get to see everybody enjoying it. What's your family's take been that all of a sudden you went from one kind of one match where you took a line and you ran with it to where you are now. How's your family's uh, take been on the whole entire scenario? Well, I'll tell you my four year old daughter is enjoying it more than anyone. She, 
every every week when I come home from SmackDown Live and get in the house, she's like, Mary, let's watch you on TV because, you know, we DVR and we wait till I get home so she can watch it with me. That's what she likes to do. And, like, <laughs> believe it or not, she's four years old and her favorite show is Cops. I don't know why, <laughs> she just likes to watch Cops. So, this past week when SmackDown Live, when uh, the security's chasing, you, chasing me, She's going, Daddy, are they going to under-arrest you? Are they going to under-arrest you? <laughs> so she's having a good time with him. You know, my other daughter's only uh, 20 months old, so obviously she doesn't understand yet. But, my, you know, my dad's getting a real kick out of it. He's been real supportive. My mom still is scared to death I'm going to get hurt, as she has been the whole 14 years I've been wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. I mean, just to see some of the pictures that you were posting earlier this week, you know, seeing you home for uh, for Halloween. It's just been, it's really cool to get to see inside. That's the cool thing about social media. And as we get to see you kind of get your bearings with the WWE, I mean, I want to introduce you as a full-fledged WWE superstar, but I don't know if we've gotten that full announcement yet, but have you been kind of, you know, I don't know, what, if, I don't know how much we can go into, but have you been kind of clued in a little bit as to what the future is going to bring for James Ellsworth? I mean, I, I hear stuff, but, you know, I don't count chickens before they hatch. But I do hear stuff is, is what I can say. I, I don't know, you know, what the future holds. I, I hope it's bright. I'm having the time of my life. I'm thankful for every opportunity World Wrestling Entertainment gives me, and I'm learning so much being there. And it's, it's been such a blast, and everything's been going so well. And I hope to be there with the WWE as James Ellsworth until about 75 years old. <laughs> no, it's great because you're really, you're like this generation's, you know, whether it's like a, the Sean Waltman role or, you know, you're the, 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 one, the one underdog role that I think people have kind of been associating with as of late was the Gilbert role. And I think that's kind of cool because of Gilbert's association with Maryland uh, professional wrestling. But when you look at your role right now, do you kind of compare it to that one, two, three kids, Sean Waltman role where you got the upset, all you needed was a few minutes of time, and you were going to make the WWE Universe really believe in James Ellsworth? You know, uh, Sean Waltman, who I have a lot of respect for, and the one, two, three kid was one of my favorites when I was a kid. So it's cool people are, you know, bringing that up and comparing us and everything. But I think it's two different. I mean, the only real thing you can compare it to is the upset, which, you know, like, my upset was a special referee, and, you know, and, like, uh, you know, he hit him with his finisher. Like, the one, two, three kid's upset was he hit the moonsault, one, two, three, and nobody expected it. Like, with mine, you know, people could see it happening just because Dean Ambrose the referee. So, I, I just think I'm, like, the first ever James Ellsworth. I think this is totally different from Gilbert, who's a good friend of mine, um, and it's totally different from the one, two, three kid. I, I just think it's you know, it's a different feeling that I get when I watch, you know, James Ellsworth than when I watch Gilbert One Two Three Kid. Now we're talking about James Ellsworth, and we're talking about the name. Where did that name actually come from? Is that something that you come up with, or is that something that they give you? Well, they um, when I did the Strowman match, it's like, well, what do you want to use uh, for a name? Because your you know gimmick name sounds too you know like gimmicky. My dream was before, and it sounds like too gimmicky. So I was like, well, my real first name and my real middle name is James Ellsworth. Can I use that? And they were like, huh, okay, that sounds good. It was just that simple. But it, yeah, it's my middle name. Ellsworth my middle name. Hmm. And how did it come to be as far as you coming to WB? Was that something they contacted you to come on the show? Or they wanted to use you know, some quote-unquote enhancement guys? How did that all come about? I was just there as an enhancement 
guy. Um, every time they've been in the area for the last two and a half years, um, I would contact them, ask if they needed, you know, any extra talent. And they, you know, every time I go up there, I'm real respectful and I don't cause any problems. So every time they came to the area, they always picked me to go. And um, the Stroman thing just worked out. Uh, Arn Anderson just walked up to me and asked me to throw a punch. He went to see how it looked, and I threw a punch. And he said, man, that's, that's pretty good, kid, get in the ring. And, you know, he brought Stroman over. He's like, you're going to work with Stroman tonight uh, on Raw. That just happened the same day. And that was supposed to be it, guys. Like, that, you know, that they, this is, like, you know, planned out for months. This has all happened organically. And I think that's the, one of the, you know, most unique things about it is, it's just happening um, right before our very eyes, and it wasn't a plan. Which makes it all the more better, and it's definitely something cool and something different for the show, because, you know, no one saw it coming. The underdog, we really didn't see coming. So when that Braun Strowman thing, you know, happens, did you really just think, you know, like you said, was, did you, in your mind, did you kind of come to grips? I won and done. I won't be back. I just felt like my dream of being on money all came do it and that was it I never thought in a million years any of this would have happened now. like I would be lying if I told you I knew any of this was going to happen to especially and we've talked to another you know Maryland wrestling scene legend and Bobby Starr and we were talking about the return of the enhancement guy or the quote unquote jobber role you know they're kind of bringing that back do you see them you know slowly but surely really going full bore obviously you know they've been starting to plant the seed of this. Do you think that they're going to continue on with this enhancement guy role, this quote-unquote jobber role? With what, seeing um, enhancement talent every week when we're all in SmackDown? Yes, yeah. Yep. I think as of now, yes, because they have brand split with Raw and SmackDown, so there's less guys on each show. So you have to break up the monotony and use local guys to uh, put people over, you know, because you can't have the same match. You can't Watch Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns every week, or Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman every week. You got, you know, you can have a match where Strowman beats the local, or even Bailey, even the girls' division, Bailey's beats the locals, Nia Jax. Like, yeah, it breaks up the monotony of having the same superstars wrestle each other, you know, every week. So I think that going forward, you will continue to see enhancement talent as long as the brand split continues to happen. Now, when you're the enhancement guy and you're backstage, like you said, Arn Anderson kind of wanted to see how you punched or, you know, a few different things. What is kind of, what would you say is your role when you're there as, quote unquote, the enhancement guy going up against Braun Strowman? Um, you got to make him look as good as you possibly can. And, you know, just, um, no pun intended, but do a good job. Like you're there to make him look good. And, you know, with Strowman, um, Luckily, I just, you know, very fortunate that I did as good as I did. Because, you know, let, let's say I would have flopped. Nobody would have noticed anything about my loss or how good the promo was or any of that. If I would have just went there and laid an egg, like, none of this would have happened. So your role is to make the guy look good and sell as good as you possibly can. And, you know, and, uh, just, you know, just like any job, just do a good job. That's all. Now, obviously, there's many enhancement guys that, that they've used over the last couple of weeks. But it feels like you're the one that got the most over. You're the one that really, you know, nailed it, you know, quote-unquote, for that role. Do you think it had a lot to do with your pre-match promo? I, if I had to put, a, you know, a reasoning on it, like, a, I, I, my, the promo, what I tell people all the time, 
I had to act scared but confident at the same time, which is not easy to pull off. So I have to be scared but confident. So, and you know, I was out there and I was like, yes, I'm scared and yes, I'm nervous. I didn't know I was facing Braun Strowman. But I, I truly believe any man with two hands has a fighting chance. You know, I'm going to give it my best shot, basically. So, yeah, I, I think the majority of what's happening now is because of that promo. And I'm very lucky and very blessed it came off like it did. And people took to it. Are you surprised that you kind of have a little bit of a cult following going on? Um, yes. <laughs> I am mm. very surprised by all this. I'm very humbled. I, I just feel like it's a blessing. and you know, it's all because of the fans. Now, when I go to these arenas every week for SmackDown, there's fans waiting outside or there's fans at the hotels or there's fans at the airport. I'll never say no to a picture. I'll never say no to an autograph because it's because of them um, having any kind of success with world wrestling entertainment at all. So it, I am surprised that uh, like people are into it, and uh, I am enjoying it, and I do appreciate all the love and support. Have you noticed yourself signing about ten times more autographs than you know than you used to sign? Oh, hundred times more. Yeah, <laughs> before I was like, but Booker T said this thing. You know, like I can watch the network. They have like the SmackDown pre-show, then they have Talk Smack. And, you know, I watch all that now just to keep up and see what they're saying and all that. And, and Booker T said, "Man, this guy James Ellsworth, he's been struggling on the Indies for years, and now he's a household name." Like, and, you know, the, the, the fact, you know, the facts coming out of that statement is, like, yeah, I've, I've been wrestling in these four years, and, like, an unknown guy, and, you know, now, like, because of all of this, all, you know, the WWE giving me as many as they are, like, it's, like, now, worldwide, people know who I am, and that was never like that before. And it's so cool that not only, you know, we're used on Raw, like you mentioned, obviously, being on SmackDown, and they mentioned you know, talking smack, and you're on the SmackDown pre-show, and they're always talking about you. I just thought it was cool that you, you were going to be AJ's tag partner. Obviously, the Miz kind of changed that, but I thought it was really cool them to kind of like flip the script, and you think that you would be gone, but you keep coming back. Do you love that kind of role where you just kind of unpredictable in that way, where you just don't know when James Ellsworth is going to show up? Yeah, I mean, right now I've been showing up every week uh, for the last, I, think, I believe, four weeks. And we're not done yet. Like I, I can say that, um, and um, it's uh, it's amazing, man. Like uh, every day, I, I like like you said earlier, like I have to stop and pitch myself and just make sure it's real. Like I mean, this is literally my dreams coming through right before my eyes. Like I, you know, if anybody out there has a dream, go after it because I'm living proof that it, it can happen. You know, I'm I don't look like typical typical WWE guy at all. I'm not the blueprint of what they look for, but you know, I just kept wrestling and I kept fighting. I kept scratching and you know, crawling. And did I think any of this ever happened? No, but did I ever give up on it? No. And it, like, this would have never happened if one day I would have said, you know what? I'm never making it there. I'm going to quit trying. Hmm. You know, you can't quit trying. That's a very good point. And obviously, you know, you made it and you're a huge star on TV and you're a part of the top storyline on SmackDown with Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. But boom, you're right there, smack in the middle. And then, with a little carrot on top, you were the number one contender for a while, which is kind of a <laughs> surreal thing as well. Isn't that funny looking back? It's like, wow, I was the number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I, 
had a WWE title match on live TV in the main event. Like it, like I, like again, man. I I just would have never thought any of this would happen. And just you know, like that promo that I did, and I said, you know, one day I'm gonna tell my grandkids I wrestled for the WWE title. That that's real. Those are real words. One day I will be able to tell my grandkids I wrestled for the WWE title. And that's just what an amazing accomplishment, you know? And it's because of the fans, and I'll say that a million times because I'm well aware of that. It's truly remarkable that, you know, out of nowhere, you, know, you become the, the number one contender. But not only that, you kind of, you know, you win one match against AJ, then you win the rematch, so technically... 2-0 and against AJ Styles. Is that also funny? Because AJ, obviously, known as one of the best wrestlers in the world and has been for years. So you ever kind of just sit there and think, like, wow, you know, I, I'm undefeated against this guy. Well, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And it, it kind of scares me in a way because he's so popular, man. And, and well-deserved, too. He's, you know, my humble opinion, the best wrestler in the world right now. And, you know, and people know it. Man, you know, of course they're excuse me, hit cup victories, but still, you know, to the fans, like you know, they they love him. That's their favorite guy. The, the, the social media, I think social media's favorite guy is AJ Styles. Like you know, the real smart fans and all that. And I'm like, it's kind of scary. And I'm like, I hope they don't wind up hating me because of that, you know, because uh, I got victories over AJ Styles. But again, man, it's. It's just going along with what we're doing on TV. It's really just all about him and Dean Ambrose, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. And uh, you know, it's, it's amazing that I get to be a, a huge part of their um, angle, and I'm just I'm enjoying it, man. Huge part to say the least, because you know you're helping uh, Dean Ambrose uh, basically get his rematch for the world title. So boom, you're smack dab right in the middle of not only you know the title feud. But you're basically, you know, you're right in there as far as Dean Ambrose getting the world title shot. Do you just sit there and think like, well, this is interesting. I wonder, you know, I wonder where we're going with this angle because will I be getting a future title shot out of this, you know? Well, that's the cool thing about it, too. And I'll be honest with you, like, I don't know what's going on with Ridge either. And I like it that way. It's, uh, I, you know, it's, you watch TV every week, Raw or SmackDown, and you wonder what they're going to do. You know, and you guess. And it's still the same way for me. I'm guessing what they're going to do, and I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe we'll do this, maybe we'll do that. But I don't know until Tuesday, just like you guys. Yeah, I'll know before because I'm a part of it, like, you know, that day. But, like, I don't know until the day of, just like, you know, any, any fan. And it's, and that's fun to me. I don't, I don't you know, if I would have known, if I knew what was going on the next, like, two or three weeks of TV, I still, obviously, it'd still be great. But I kind of like not knowing and showing up for work and, it's like, this is what you're doing tonight. And, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, and it's so cool. I mean, that is really cool. And obviously, as being a guy who's been around a business for as long as you have, you know, you've been to WWE shows presumably beforehand, but doing it week in, week out, do you see subtle changes from the week to week aspect and being there uh, one week after the next after the next and kind of seeing how they build that weekly show? Um, yeah, things can change, you know, like they, uh, they, they're professional. I mean, they're really professional back there. Everything's ran very smoothly and very, uh, you know, hold on a second. How you doing? Hey, I'll talk to you in a second. I'm doing an interview. <laughs> um, 
people uh, recognized me outside and said, this is another cool thing that's going on in my life. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, they wanted to get a picture. I told them, just hold on a sec. I'm fucking you guys. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's just neat, like, to show up. And, yeah, things change, of course, you know. But, like, I, I just like how professional it is back there and how, you know, it, it's a nice atmosphere, you know, from my, in my humble opinion. And I, and I got to ask this. I mean, this is one of the things I'm definitely curious to know. Have you had any feedback from the chairman himself about what this uh, Ellsworth mania has been like? Every so every week after SmackDown, I make sure to find him to say, "Hey, sir, how did I do?" And every week, it's been nothing but good fa- feedback from him. He's been so cool to me. You know, I, like I don't get to speak to him. You know for an extended amount of time it's literally i'll walk up to him hey did i do okay is everything good and every week he said good job kid and see you next week that's what it's been every week and, i mean coming from him it, it means the world because he's a man he's the main guy in this profession he's the top guy in this profession nobody is over Vince man and i have so much respect for him and what he's done with with uh sports entertainment it's just cool to get that little conversation with him every week but i always make sure to go to him and i always will no matter what uh, it's uh it's fantastic it's the ultimate cinderella story it's uh it's to me it's developing and i can only hope that after i ask you this next question we can follow up down the road but when you look down the road you look about five years into the old video scope or into the crystal ball where do you see the james ellsworth uh persona going uh do you think you'll still be rocking in the WWE? You think James Ellsworth will be taking over the world and other places, but where is five years down the road going to take you? Well, I told you earlier, I hope I'm James Ellsworth in the WWE until I'm 75 years old. There's nowhere else I want to be in the wrestling business and sports entertainment other than WWE. So I hope five years from now, I'm still doing it there. That's that's my hopes and that's my dream. That's so awesome, man. Like I said, from the start, we're huge fans of yours. We got to meet you up in Philly at the Icons of Wrestling uh, back in September. Joey Styles gave you uh, an autographed picture from our table because, <laughs> because there was a funny little story with that. But you're nothing but gracious and nothing, like I said, people we've talked to that you've worked with, nothing but amazing things to say about you. So from our perspective, nothing but continued success. And if the fans and the listeners of the two-man power trip of wrestling want to find out everything going on in the world of James Ellsworth, where can they go to find you and uh, give them some of your social media tags if you can? Well, the first thing I'll say is I hope you guys got the T-shirt from WWEshop.com, James Ellsworth shirt. Did you guys get it? I'm putting you on the spot here. Did you get it? Uh, it's in the mail. It's on its way, actually. I hope so. You're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, go to WWEshop.com, get the T-shirt, and find me on James Ellsworth Wrestling on Instagram, at Real Ellsworth on Twitter. And Facebook, just find me, James Ellsworth. I'm on there, two pages. And other than that, uh, check out AdrenalineWrestling.com, my little local promotion I do as well. And uh, if anybody out there has a dream, chase it, because any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Uh, Fantastic, James. Thanks so much, and really best of luck to you. And uh, go take care of those pictures uh, that are waiting for you, and uh, all the best. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.